brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, this is Dr. Scott Hoy. The COVID-19 pandemic brings with it a tsunami of issues. Personal issues around health and mental well-being are joined by an unfathomable ethical, ecological, and economic crisis. We are each impacted physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually in our own way, according to the lives we have created for ourselves so far. The tools we have developed for building resilience, perspective, and meaning, as everything we took for granted seems to be crumbling in front of our eyes, may also be worn out and need rebuilding. Today my guest is Margot Esther Borden. She's a psychotherapist, author, and coach. She shares her insights for finding meaning, stability, and even transformation amidst this current crisis. She'll be sharing insights from her 30-plus years of practice as an integral psychotherapist, coach, and spiritual seeker. The talk will finish with an easy exercise to help you relax and develop helpful perspectives to enhance your mental well-being during this trying period in our lives. And now... Here's the interview. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Chicago Psychology Podcast. Today's guest is Margot Esther Borden. She's a psychotherapist and author and a coach. Today, she's going to be sharing her insights for finding meaning, stability, and transformation amidst the current COVID-19 pandemic. Welcome to the show, Margot. Thank you, Scott. Good to be back. Yeah. Well, um, I know this, but the audience doesn't know this. Uh, you're a bit of a castaway right now. What happened? Yes. Well, I came uh, to the U.S. Uh, for a family visit. Mm -hmm. I'm obviously American. I, I still have some remnants of an American accent. Well, and, yeah. um, I... and you live mostly in India, like 90% right of the now. time, right? Yeah, 99% right. of the time. Yeah. yeah. I've been living in India. Well, I, you know, as you know, I'm a digital nomad, so I, mm -hmm. I'm, I basically live out of a, a backpack about 48 weeks a year. Wow! And I work online as a. Well, I've moved my practice online, my psychotherapy practice, uh, 
in 2013. And um, so I just work wherever I have internet. That's cool. But based in India, and I came home on a family visit, and um, here I am. Uh, it's been over a hundred days. Uh, <laughs> since you were I've been not ex- you were not expecting that. Yeah, you're you're stuck here because of the quarantine, right? And also, yeah. even if you had tried to get out of the country, they wouldn't have allowed you to land in India. Right. What happened is uh, 48 hours uh, before I was supposed to fly, um, they, uh, India canceled all visas. Ooh, okay. So that was a done deal. I, there, was, there were no decisions to make, and that was that. Just stay okay. in Arizona. Well, Arizona's not too bad of a place to ride this thing out. Uh, lots of sunshine. Right. Yeah. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's right. How are you coping with it? Uh, I would say, uh, you know, in spite of a, a full toolbox of, you know, mindfulness and, you know, support network and everything, it took me a while to accept it. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess as I talk about uh, my own process, I'm probably not just speaking for myself. And, and, then, and then you settle into something. And I went through a, 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 about like a, maybe 45 days where I really couldn't focus. It, mm-hmm. uh, when I wasn't with clients, I was unable to read. I wasn't able to hold my mind on anything. And, and then um, now I seem to be settling into a more productive, not productive in the terms of like getting stuff done, but f- focused and, you know, exercising and uh, kind of just living day to day with this feeling of limbo and this feeling of um, tragedy and, you know, looking at every angle of, of what's going on in terms of you know, people's lives, all the healthcare workers and, and the infrastructure, the people holding up the infrastructure and then the, you know, the politics and the, and then, yeah, okay. it's, it's just a lot going on. And there's almost, there's way too much information, right? Even before this happened, now the overload is there. And it's, it seems to me like I, I've had I've had to go on diets. I've had to like limit my screen time, my yeah. my news time. Uh, yeah. No matter, and, and I like I like to kind of get both sides of a story. So I'll, I'll look at different news sources just to see if I can get gauge things a little bit more, but objectively. But um, yeah. yeah, it's been a lot, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So 
Two things have really helped me, and one is I did uh, I I went on a, a binge of research of past pandemics oh, okay. from sociological, okay. economic, and medical perspectives, and it really normalized it for me, and I, and I was able to say, well, um, this is just. Uh, you know, this is something that happens periodically in history mm-hmm. and tends to be, um, tends to lead to um, societal uh, transitions at, at a great level. Um, in, in the Black Plague, um, the, the nobles came down a notch and the workers came up a notch, that kind of like real big societal changes. And I think um, if you know, if we look at at social media, there's a lot of people saying, you know, we don't have to go back to business as usual. We can, um, you know, we can not. We don't have to be uh, running around like crazy to get ahead. There's nowhere to get to. What's important is right here with our families in our homes, and let's let's repair our relationships and 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 make our homes loving and you know so there's a lot it, it kind of really helped to to look at the the historical perspective yeah and, yeah um that helped you to kind of normalize it and what else did, yeah. it, did, did it provide for you um yeah i think it just contextualized it for me and and also took away the fear well i don't think i had a lot of fear except for I didn't want anybody, you know, like my family to get sick. But I, I think it took away uh, the fear and, and you just like, okay, just what do, what it also does when the outer world is uh, falling apart to our eyes is uh, the only place to go is within. Mm-hmm. We can't control what, what's out there what the newspapers are saying or not saying or what he said, she said, he did, she did or not. Mm-hmm. The only thing we can control is, you know, what's in our, uh, in our minds, our emotions, our bodies, and our, you know, try to like take care, like pare it down to the bare minimum and take care of, of the important stuff. Okay. Well, uh, what I noticed, uh, as someone who runs his own business and, and, and can get kind of caught up in that whirlwind, even though I do practice meditation and self-hypnosis and things like that, mind-body techniques, um, complementary and alternative kind of techniques to keep myself in the moment, I found that um, I was, when there was less to do, all that kind of busyness that's in your mind I could see it more and it was almost like it wasn't mine anymore which was a little disjointed at a time and I'm not uh, you know I'm not like somebody who's jet setting or or taking I'm not doing business in in Shanghai and then coming home and and uh, on an all you know on a, on a red eye from from someplace across I'm not very I literally work and live in a two block radius. I'll tell you that. So that's good. But, um, it's still, uh, it, the busyness, the temporal sense of, of one's mind and the, and the subjective aspect of time that one creates by either slowing down internally 
uh, or speeding up or not knowing you're speeding up or slowing down. We know when we slow, we know when we slow down, it's sometimes hard for us to figure out that we're speeding up. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder if you noticed any of that. I, I know that you're in India and everybody in India is laid back and they live in ashrams and there's no anxiety. <laughs> oh, right. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Maybe not, but the, I was, I wonder if you noticed any of that kind of like, wow, there's a lot of busyness and I'm, pretty mellow and I kind of make business my business is to be mellow I don't you know so I mean uh obviously in the last uh let me see here 61 days I've had no contact uh with with I mean apart from you know talking on the phone and all my Mm -hmm. clients uh, around the world um it seems to me that when the outer was stripped away Gets, oh, that a lot of people are having the same experience that I talked about is that people are looking inward and reevaluating, not in a uh, like, what am I doing, like doubtful way or heavy way, but in a very constructive and very um, creative. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? What's really important? Why am I running after this? Where am I going? What is the effect on myself, my family, and and on others and on the planet of my of my choices, mm-hmm. and and what other choices might I be making? So time, yeah, time changes. To answer, uh, your sense of time definitely changes. Yeah, because yeah, every day is the same as the last, and yet it isn't. And time goes. It's like this unreal sense of time. Yeah. 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 And I. I think that um I think that was a big shift for me. Um but, but we did we did kind of um I did kind of mention that we were going to talk about like how things have shifted for people and I I know that earlier we were speaking about like this kind of a paradigm shift going on or maybe the beginnings of something or the potential for that. What do you think that is? Well, I mean, there's some some of it which is, uh, you know, obvious that that the infrastructure uh, that 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 we thought was so real is, mm, it's a house of cards. It you know it takes a you know it's it's the our whole economic structure is uh, under a tremendous amount of stress to put it lightly. Mm-hmm. So that that's not a paradigm shift. I call that a change. A paradigm shift, how I define it, is walking forward on different ground. So it's a shift in consciousness mm-hmm. of am I being driven by my ego that is likes to hold on to fear and, and um, like self-preservation and doubt and lack and, you know, um, or am I allow? Am I sitting with that fear and allowing um, the am allowing myself to see through it to the the deeper self, the inner self, the soul, whatever you want to call it, and the soul has a completely different drive, a completely different um, set of needs. The soul's needs are oneness. Mm-hmm. you know congruence all the all what maslow would have called the being values the b values mm-hmm. and the ego has the ego wants us to run around and do and get somewhere and prove ourselves and whatever get get involved in 
you know all the complexities of life and we need a little of both but we want we don't want the ego in the driver's seat we want the soul and so a paradigm shift to me is when i have the lucidity or the discernment and the the, the to to sort out the wheat from the chafe and to really like put my soul in, in, in the driver's seat. Okay. But you just see a change going on, kind of a tectonic shift uh, socially right now because of all this. It's hard to tell. Um, I mean, if, uh, again, if I, if we look on social media, there's a lot of people out there saying we don't have to go back to business. And as usual, we can co-create a society that is uplifting and inclusive and mm-hmm. um, sustainable, and um, and then there's people saying Let, let's let's hurry and scramble and and get things up and running again. So, and yeah, so we don't know where it's leading, and it's not in our control. The only thing we can't control is, as we know, what's what's in here. What do I do with what's in here? Do I let my fears drive me to self-preservation or to, you know, business as usual? Or do I say, why don't we, you know, take a leap of faith and, and like, come, come out of this on a different foundation? Yeah, okay. Well, I think that, I don't know, I think that that would be great if people did that, if more of us did that. Um, I suspect that more of us will not do that. I don't know why. I guess because the ego is probably going to have more of a driver's seat. It always does because it protects you from the boogeyman. It protects you from lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Right. Um, which is which is basically your nervous system, how it works to to keep us keep us going and preserve us physically in the face of danger. Um so that that's a pretty hard hard thing to sh- for a lot of people to shake but we can individually yeah. i think right. more people will find that minimalism is the way to go not because it's cool not because it's a movie <clears throat> excuse me not because it's a movie that you can download from netflix which is fine i mean you learn a lot from that it's not just a trend for uh uh silicon valley but it's it's essentialism looking at what's real you know, what really calls us to, uh, what are we trying to get? What's the essence of what we're trying to get we're in, when we're in the busy, busy, busy mode, you know? Mm. Um, That's right. It's, and it's almost like we could look at what we do, and then there's the attitude or intent with which we do it. And so I can do minimalism, mm-hmm. <laughs> Or I can shift my awareness and, uh, you know, allow myself to become aware of it's really like it comes from a kind of inner. Exactly. Drive. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Rather than rather than a trend uh, that's outwardly set, it's um, it's your perspective changes and you see what you need, what you don't need, um, mm-hmm. what's good for the planet, what's not, perhaps, you know, less I consumption. I remember- Ken Wilber's uh, in in um, Integral Psychology, his uh, his chapter on uh, the spiral dynamics, mm-hmm. which which I just uh, 
I just loved. I found a nice, succinct sort of description. And he talks about uh, the various levels of consciousness. So the, you know, the the reds and the whatever and the teals. And and um, not only does he talk about what percentage of the population is at each level, but he talks about the uh, level of power they have. And so my, here's what I'd like to think. Of course, it's okay to be an idealist. It doesn't hurt anybody. Um, but that the, the, the old paradigm is shrinking in terms of numbers, but is holding on to the last vestiges of, of that sort of paradigm of, you know, dog eat dog, get ahead, you know, uh, sort of get somewhere, buy more stuff, uh, sort of mentality and mm -hmm. then there's a, you know the masses that just will go with whatever there's that kind of aren't pulled in one direction or another yeah 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 with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. Uh, well, do you think this is the the last of the uh, the great sputtering out of the <clears throat> excuse me the great sputtering out of the call for cons to consumerism to buy 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 at, at you know if even if it's happening only on a material level at least temporarily the supply chains and the um, all, all the things going on and the economics of it is it's going to buy its own you know, nature fizzle out for a little while. Now, do we shift paradigms? That's up to us. And what each individual wants to do, what feels right for them, I can't say what's right or wrong. I can, but mm -hmm. for me, mm -hmm. I have my choice. Well, what yeah. do you, what do you, how would a person go about this? Like somebody who's, somebody who's having, their eyes have been opened by the situation and mm -hmm. they're listening to the conversation, Margot. Mm -hmm. How, like, how would you suggest that they stay with it? How would you suggest they continue kind yeah. of having an inward stance from what you're saying is you're calling it soul stance or psyche stance? Right. I, I, I'd say that's a, a very big question. And the, the, the first place that I would go is to some sort of introspective practice, mm -hmm. you know, a, a sort of life hygiene um, where, you know, where we regularly pare away all of the superfluous and find ourselves alone with ourselves, whether it's our thoughts, our God, our, uh, our nature, but to, um, to really regularly daily check in with ourselves and 
get in touch with what's, you know, our gratitude practice. It doesn't have to be, you know, uh, you don't have to go join a, uh, a, a monastery in, in the Himalayas or something. It can be very simple, just remembering like a few little simple steps that we can do every day to shift our mindset and to mm-hmm. make us aware. Okay. Yeah. And so how would you, like, say you mentioned a gratitude practice, what would that consist of for you? Like if you've ever worked with a client or uh, what do you do? How do you practice gratitude? Just, uh, you know, in keeping a journal by your bed and you remember things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's always going to be something. And, and the, the thing that we forget the most, I find, is we focus on all of the things that we have yet to do, have yet to achieve. You know, I want to uh, put more money away. I want to lose more weight. I want to, uh, you know, whatever. And we forget to be grateful for ourselves and all that we have done and achieved. Mm-hmm. And it's not just so much in terms of doing, but also in terms of being, how much we grow, how much, uh, you know, the beautiful relationships we've cultivated or we've tended to the garden and, and done our part for nature or whatever it might be, but to remember the positive things. And, and what that does is it, you know, shifts you into a different state of mind. I think a lot of, I think it's a fairly common practice and you can feel it immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... So cultivating that in very simple ways. What mm-hmm. else? What else might you recommend for a person to do? That it's simple to do without any connection to mm-hmm. uh, any kind of religious or spiritual yeah. group or philosophy. Yeah. Um, I would say that. So there's what there's again there's the inner space where I'm coming from that mm-hmm. we can cultivate with just you know sitting and watching the breath or doing, you know, so many practices that are now available on online in books Mm -hmm. um, and workshops. Uh And there's a lot of free stuff right now. Almost every spiritual teacher I know is out there giving free, uh, free teachings uh, during the pandemic, which is just beautifully and beautiful and inspiring. Um, And then it's now, now that I cultivate the inner space, which is, you know, a tall order, but it's we can just do, you know, change a little a little inch, you know, or a little millimeter of, mm-hmm. of you know, how I'm holding myself, how I'm treating myself and then what I bring out into the world. And it's going to be, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever tried this, but you like, let's say you're running a workshop mm-hmm. and you just dive into the workshop and and um or you sit and you say, let's take, you know, three minutes and just, you know, just sit and watch your breath and come down into your body and just connect. How are you feeling in there? Make note of it, you know, um, and just if there's any tensions, you can release them. And, you know, the, the whole consciousness of the room and the whole quality of the, the workshop is completely different when we just find when we just tune into ourselves for a moment first. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's kind of similar. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Uh, which which now very popularized uh, mindfulness, basically Mind. very simple mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. staying focused. And the then there's what do I do with it? Now, how do I bring it out into the world? 
do I want to um, look at, do I want to become a conscious consumer and consider that, you know, every dollar I spend is a way of voting for uh, a lifestyle or an ideology? Or do I want to, you know, uh, be, you know, there's, there's every single thought, word and action that we put out into the world can uh, be for our upliftment and the upliftment of, of people and planet or not. And, and so mm-hmm. let's not be self-punitive, but let's be inspired. And each person has to find their own, what, you know, what makes them feel alive and, and what, what gives them a sense of meaning. Fair enough. But what if I were, let's play devil's advocate for a second here. Yeah. What, what if I were one of those people who's listening to this and saying, you know, I kind of understand. I've been seeing the shift, you know, and things that's going on. Things the dust has settled on my busy life, and or I'm still inundated, but I understand something's happening. You know, just uh, mm-hmm. kind of like Wallace Shawn in um, uh, my dinner with Andre. What if I want? What if I like living in my, you know, my Upper West Side apartment with my girlfriend? And I like my electric blanket and my instant coffee in the morning. But if they want to go back to, I'm being, you know, yeah. facetious here. But like, what if they really do want to to have that? What if they, they great? What if, and also, what if they're longing for what they've lost and grieving? How do they get to a point mm-hmm. of accepting some on some level? Okay. So someone who's really attached to their lifestyle and just wants to get back to it. Yeah. Well, attachment teaches <laughs> Buddhism <laughs> is uh, the, the, the cause of suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I mean, and there's no right or wrong lifestyle. There, you know, opulence and, and uh, you know, uh, Mm-hmm. Glamour are are just as valid as uh, asceticism. Um, each person has to find their own truth. And if you aspire to a truth that you can't get to right now because of the uh, lockdown, uh, there's going to be some suffering for sure. Yeah. Well, how would you yeah. how would you how would you help someone move towards acceptance or at least? Um... Um, a comfortable form of denial if they were in this uh, in this kind of a rut, let's say, if yeah. they're stuck, if they're feeling stuck about it. Interesting, interesting question. I think I would, you know, part of what makes us suffer when we lose something that we hold dear is the sense of or the belief that I am powerless. Mm-hmm. And powerlessness uh, drives us nuts. It's a, it's one of the big triggers, okay. But powerlessness isn't real. There's what I can and cannot control, mm-hmm. but powerless is 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 the mind. Right. Okay. And so to separate out, um, and to focus on what we can control. So some of my coaching clients are looking at how can I be more productive? How can I, you know, make sure that when things get going again, I get to the next level up in, in my job or whatever. Um, and so you've, uh, what, yeah, focusing on what you can do. So, so being, that, that so, feeling so, of powerlessness is, you know, 
so being in more of a preparatory stage for people like that, if they're like want to get forward and and mm-hmm. use this time con- constructively, right? It could be creative, mm-hmm. very very creative. Yeah, precisely because you have so much time um, and, on and your so, hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not out there doing, and so there's a uh, silence, and there's like not all the kind of I got to get tasks done. And so you have the bandwidth to think more broadly and more creatively. And, you know, how often are you working on something and you uh, go for a walk or take a nap? And there the key comes. It just wait. There it is. Mm-hmm. The light bulb goes yeah, off. So yeah. it's time moment. perhaps to, yeah, yeah. to focus in, in that direction. So there's uh, people have a lot more time to do deep work rather than flitting about and Act. sporadic work. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's actually a blessing in disguise for a lot of people. Um, most of the people I talk to are really transforming the the, the foundations of their lives. Mm, okay. You know, rebuilding relationships that had fallen into, you know, fallen to dust because we're so busy running around and not paying attention and like really um, reevaluating stuff from the ground level. Wow. Okay. You know, there's a um, there's a, a saint from India who I know you know about, but uh, not everybody out there will know is a Sri Aurobindo, mm-hmm. who reached enlightenment in prison. His first taste of enlightenment was in a prison cell, and and that's actually not an uncommon theme. So again, we come back to the idea that when you strip away what's out there. No one can take your freedom away because freedom is in your consciousness, not in, you know, how many rolls, how many brands of toilet paper you have to choose between. True freedom is (laughs) our consciousness. What do I do with Mm -hmm. my mind? Yeah, yeah. So opportunities disguised as chaos or opportunity disguised as tragedy. And and that actually is very tragic for a lot of people right now. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you normalized, kind of go back to the beginning, you normalized your situation by studying pandemics in the past. Um, On a bigger level, uh, let's say, you know, we're talking about consciousness and and basically this, a lot of the, the a priori assumptions of this conversation is that People evolve, humanity evolves collectively and individually, and we all kind of, um, a rising ship, you know, carries all the others with it, so to speak, right? A rising tide carries all ships, if you will. Um, maybe, maybe nature intervenes, and when something as calamitous as this happens, because you mentioned the house of cards of the economy and structural things falling apart or stopping, there really humans are projecting their mind out into the world to create culture, to create economics, to create uh, the markets, to create um, society and legal structures. Um, Maybe there's going to be a shift because of this, because we're going to stop and not let those structures lead us around by our nose, so to speak. And we'll have time to look at that and see what is essential. And perhaps looking looking back at, at plagues through the ages, maybe viruses are nature's way of shifting things here and there. I, it's a rather out there kind of meta 
where systems look at what a virus can do, but mm-hmm. a system's look nonetheless is just as valid, I think. Right. It's it's like, I mean, for how long had we all been saying it can't get any more stressful, it can't get any more busy, it can't get, we can't, the, our, my company can't squeeze me anymore, my life can't get, you know, I'm at my maximum, and yet it kept getting more and more and more and more, and this is a time, and, and society was running us, we built a society to serve us, and then we became its slaves. Mm-hmm, Yeah. And why can't we, we're humans, we have minds, we have creativity, we have inspiration. Why can't we co-create something that is, that is inclusive and that is um, b- built on principles of, 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 of love and oneness and uh, collaboration? You know, why can't we shift the paradigm? Again, back to that theme, that's a big one with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think, what can we do to co-create this, this paradigm um, on, a, on a bigger level? What do you think is happening? We talked about like individual uh, ways to kind of have that shift and move towards that. But what do you think could be done on, on larger or what is being done on a more macro level to do that? Well, I'd say that um, there's a lot of people out there writing books, giving talks, uh, on you know on new ways to co-create a world and a society and uh for example uh, ubiquity university is uh starting on the 22nd of may having a a conference that is going to last for the rest of the duration of the pandemic and it's a you know and it's um it's not a high cost thing at all it's a donation and it's called humanity rising Mm mm-hmm and um, the the keynote speaker on day one is Jane Goodall. Oh wow! Okay. And it's yeah. just going to be and so to you know and we have like all these uh, fabulous thinkers and um, thinkers that are you know in the business world and trying to uh, help you know businesses change their motivations and their awarenesses and change mm-hmm. the model. And and then there's you know we have you know every level of society from economists to healthcare workers everything has potential to function from higher ground, right? And so it's conferences like this, Deepak Chopra's on on Facebook every day giving a free live talk um, is, is you know deep stuff mm-hmm. that we we can be inspired and then say now how do I you know bring this into every every dimension of my life. And what is stopping me and how do I, you know, how do I choose mm-hmm. rather than my fear? This is pretty deep stuff. But you, you mentioned Ubiquity University. Uh, you'll yeah. have to shoot me a link to that because that sounds okay. like a, something really exciting for a lot of people to uh, partake in. Is it open to people out, just open to anyone? It's- open to the entire world. Wow, that's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to be it's a from... member of a secret guild or show a secret hand signal or a ring or yeah. nothing like you that. You have to okay. have meditated for 10,000 hours and to then, get in. And then you're talented, right? Because 10,000 hours, you're rich. <laughs> that means in, you're somebody. If, if you meditate for 10,000 hours, you're George Harrison. No, you're, I don't know. 
You're a beetle. No, you're, you're famous. Instead of, instead of being in the frequent <laughs> flyer club, you're in the frequent meditator club. And, ah, and okay. when you get enough points, no, so it's, um, it's available to every, anyone who wants to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, uh, it's from 8 to 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, uh, every, seven days a week. Wow. They're going to be having speakers. That's great. And it's this. It's, this. it's like, how do we transform society how do we you know what what ideologies what concrete steps everyone is going to be bringing in you know from ecologists to economists to you know uh, people from every walk of life are going to be uh, sharing awesome this sounds great who who organized this ubiquity university okay never heard of this this is something this is something i'm i'm being enlightened about right now that's great okay i will definitely have a link to that in the show notes because um, yeah. I think a lot of people would find themselves uh, excited about a lot of those ideas. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's really um, it's a university where uh, the we're focused on you know, inner learning just as much as outer and 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 also about bringing our learning, bringing our inspiration. Br- out into the world. And so it's like, um, they, they work with the United Nations, uh, sustainability goals and it's, it's, you know, pretty enlightened. Okay, cool. To- wow. That's exciting. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, since we're on this topic of enlightenment and, and change and, and, and shifting our perspective, Maybe what we could do is you could maybe lead uh, us, the audience, in maybe a bit of a meditation or a visualization or something. Would do you think that would be something that you could do? Absolutely. Okay. I would be delighted because that's where the real work is. That's where we embody what we're talking about. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'd like to guide you in a short practice. Something that can help you feel peaceful now and something that you can easily practice uh, after this podcast. So if you'd like to just sit up straight, relaxed, with your feet on the ground, your back straight but not rigid, and just allow your eyes to close. We can do what we do with effort, or we can allow it to happen through effortlessness. Just connect to your breath, observe your breathing, take a few breaths, natural, relaxed, Conscious breaths. You might start to become aware of how that breath feels. Are there places that breath flows freely? Are there places where the breath can't reach? Are there any places that are Tense, not receptive, blocked, heavy. 
whatever's there. We're not here to try to change it, but just to observe it, to welcome it, and to let it be as it is. All of our feelings are valid, from the most positive and joyous to the heavy ones. It's just our psyche speaking to us. And when we can listen to the psyche through the body, the tensions, the sensations, through the mind, the thoughts, the distractions, we actually can do a lot of, we can help ourselves through just paying attention to all of these places. So again, keeping the attention on the breath. You might find that the breath draws you inward. Each breath more deeply inward into yourself. Where's the energy centered right now? Is it in your upper chest, your head, your solar plexus, your lower tummy? Just pay attention and see where your energy is centered right now. And just bring your attention, keep your attention there. Just breathing, observing, being present with your, the concentration of your energy in your body. Letting it be what it is, where it is. And breathing into whatever you're experiencing right now. Again, nothing to change, nothing to do. Nothing to understand, just being present with how you feel right now in your body, in your mind. Bringing the breath gradually down into the lower tummy. Observe how that feels. That's right. 
Let yourself connect to your inner ground right there in your lower tummy and feel how that affects, maybe shifts your energy, your sense of balance or stability comes from the lower tummy and branches out into our mind, our body, the way we feel, the way we perceive, the way we function. Keeping that breath now down into the lower tummy. No judgment, no doing, just being. As we sit in our ground, our inner ground, and the breath allows us to connect more and more deeply, keeping your attention inside, in that lower tummy, in that breath, Feel free to evoke any dimensions, any elements of your life, anything that tends to take you out of your center, or anything that you feel you'd like to feel more connected with. Bring deeper congruence, more alignment. If this is something that stresses you or troubles you, you can just feel that pain, that that emotion, whatever it is, and just keep breathing down into the lower tummy so that you're sitting in a place of stability, of centeredness, and welcoming that area of tension. Sometimes events in the world, especially the ones that trigger us the most, bring up our own emotional fragility. And so just holding that place with awareness, with compassion, being present.
and just breathing, holding that place with your consciousness. And now, staying inwardly focused, asking yourself, what role do you have to play? What role you feel inspired or called to play in bringing forth inspired and aligned action into this world that we have the opportunity to co-create. We can shift the axis of our consciousness. We can shift from fear to love from contraction to expansion, from limitation to abundance, from separateness to connection. And just breathe and contemplate that shift. Be aware of any limiting thoughts and just welcome them. We don't have to feed them or buy into them, but we can validate that they're there for a reason. They have a voice to be heard. And as we acknowledge them, they can sometimes release and we can flow out into our expanded self, our inner self. And let yourself understand what you feel called to do. How you feel called to expand, to emerge out of your lockdown. Again, coming from a place of being rather than doing. Or you might feel it in your heart. If it feels busy or tense, come back into your heart, into your lower tummy. the art of connecting to what emerges from deep within, what flows from deep within, coming from a space of being rather than doing. This is the paradigm shift that can empower us to co-create a better world. So connecting with what you feel called to do just now in this breath, in this moment, and that's enough.
tomorrow it might be something different. But just now, what you feel called, what you feel inspired, how you feel inspired to contribute, what is your unique role? Let yourself feel it in your heart. Just hold it for a moment. And if you like, you can practice this every day or when you feel inspired. And let yourself Connect to the practice of being inspired from within, coming from the inner place, the deepest places within yourself, and understanding how, what, how you feel called to co-create a future. for yourself, your family and loved ones, your livelihood, nature, and society. Now just take another deep breath into your whole body, your whole being. the chair that you're sitting on, your feet on the ground, and holding the message and the empowerment that you can do this practice, you can go within, you can sit in a stable place and watch the play of your own consciousness, and taking a breath back now and open your eyes. Thank you.